0: Water levels in Utah streams and reservoirs are very low right now. Temperatures are often hitting record highs.
1: Rainfall is sporadic, and the ground is dry. Over 36 years, and I've been through droughts, uh, I've never seen a drought become so severe so fast. The governors issued three executive orders about the severe drought,
0: restricted water usage at state facilities, and recommended watering lawns just two days a week in northern Utah and three days a week in southern Utah.
2: We want to let people know that it's gonna be okay to have a, a yellow lawn this year. Uh, we want all of our friends and cities and towns uh, to know that this, this is one of those years where it's gonna be okay.
0: But are residents responding? How can cities help protect this precious resource? I'm Susan Wood, your host of the Cities Work Podcast, a podcast about challenges, issues, and ideas shared by local leaders from the Utah League of Cities and Towns. On this episode, we speak with experts in water conservation. They know the status of our water supply, they're watching our water usage, and they're working to keep Utah reserves from running out. Today, we're pleased to have as our guest Bart Forsyth, General Manager and CEO of the Jordan Valley Water Conservancy District. Welcome, Bart.
1: Well, thank you very much. I'm I'm glad to be on your show today.
0: 2020 was one of the driest and the hottest on record in Utah, and our snowpack was really dismal. That's resulted in decreasing water levels. How are those water levels in your district compared to this time in other years?
1: Uh, As we uh, watch reservoir levels where the majority of our water is stored, uh, we are seeing declining levels, uh, as you would expect, due to the drought, you know, we, we didn't really see a lot of new water this year, meaning that uh, the snowpack that we did have um, was mostly absorbed in the dry soils and not a whole lot of water reached the reservoirs. And so currently we are um, supplying water from our reserves. Uh, and, and I think that's the case for most uh, water suppliers across the state where we're dipping into our reserves. And I think it illustrates How important our water storage is and for a water district what we try to do is store multiple years of water in our reservoir so that we can get through these drought situations
0: as the temperatures are hot and we have several weeks of summer left should we be concerned about the water reserves running dry
1: well i think we should and i think that's why the water conservation messaging is so strong this year and you know what we're really asking for is for homeowners and businesses institutions Really, all water users to water just twice a week. This year, we're saying that yellow is the new green, <laughs> and and then I think that it, it makes sense that we ought not to begin installing new landscapes during the heat of this summer, and, and basically wait until the uh, end of the year where we have where we have temperatures moderating so that the, our landscapes don't require so much water. Those are the two things that you can do, and then you know to answer your question. I have to say that every bit of water that we can conserve this year, we can store for next year's water supply, and, and that's what we're doing. I'm already trying to provide additional reserve storage in the reservoirs for next year because that, this is where we, we're starting to get concerned. We can get through this year for our m water supply, basically drinking water supply, But it's next year that I'm worried about. And if this drought situation continues, we could be looking at some water restrictions next year.
0: Yet already this year, a lot of cities have put restrictions in place. Residents are being warned that reserves may run dry unless they work together. That means more than just reducing the number of days we water our lawns. Hyde Park was one of the first communities this season, telling residents they'd run out of water by the weekend if usage trends continued, and they must immediately cut watering by 50%. Alpine instituted a one-day watering ban to avoid running dry. Their tanks were nearly empty. Utah cities and state agencies are launching massive outreach campaigns, implementing restrictions, offering incentives, and updating ordinances. Yet as resources dwindle, demand
1: increases. You know, water suppliers currently have quite a bit on their plate right now. And I think that's due to the explosive growth that we're seeing across the state of Utah. Naturally, we're in the midst of a a record severe drought situation due to the hot, dry conditions. Last year, we made record water deliveries. So our, our water deliveries last year, and I think this is true across the state of Utah, we're at record levels. Jordan Valley water supplied 20% more water in 2020 than it did in 2019. And so what happens is during these drought situations where we have high temperatures, low precipitation, our water users want to use more water. And what we're seeing this year is a pretty healthy response back from our citizens in reducing water use. Jordan Valley water has detected about a 10% reduction in water use due to the, the heavy drought messaging. We'd like to see more. In fact, like to see 20 to 30% reduction through the rest of this summer. You know, for water suppliers, it's really not an option to fall behind because you know, our job is to provide water every minute of every day, 365 days a year, and, and you know, we don't take that lightly. That's just what we do. And so, what we try to do is we look out into the future, 50 years. We we have a 50-year water supply plan. We look at population growth. The state of Utah is going to grow by almost double by the year 2070. That's pretty close to the growth that we're actually gonna see here in Jordan Valley Water Service area. And so moving forward, we're gonna to have to rely on cities and counties to help in providing for regulation to achieve additional water conservation. And so we, we appreciate a relationship with the Utah League of Cities and Towns We appreciate a relationship with all of our member cities that we supply water to and I think together we can achieve a lot in water conservation moving forward.
0: Cities work to plan for growth and addressing our future water needs as well as present needs is a priority. Harriman, like other cities in the southwest quadrant of the Salt Lake Valley, is growing like never before. But as Public Works Director Justin Edwards explains, the city is addressing the water conservation by adopting new landscape ordinances. It's one of the best practices prescribed by Jordan Valley Water Conservancy.
2: We as a city have adopted those water efficiency standards and those efficiency standards regulate the percentage of sod. They kind of control what types of landscaping can be done on residential commercial uses and then they also address uh, and recommend some changes and updates to internal plumbing fixtures as well. And so we adopted those I want to say it was around the first of of this year. And then also we are doing a lot of public education to educate our residents about those regulations that we now have in place and follow what are called the local scapes programs through Jordan Valley Water Conservation District as well.
0: What is the reaction, generally speaking, to the changes in the landscape ordinances?
2: To be honest, they've been Fairly minimal. There's been very little reaction. The majority of the impacts now are currently on new development. It doesn't really impact existing residents as much because it it affects mostly the landscaping, and so it's mostly the impacts to the new development areas. And we have seen it wasn't necessarily pushed back. It was just I want to say maybe some confusion at the beginning of you know why are we implementing this? This is going to modify you know, potential home prices, things like that were essentially what the concerns were, but we really had not a lot of pushback from anybody. It's just more helping them understand what we're doing and educating them. It seems to have, you know, mitigated that.
1: This will save a tremendous amount of water uh, moving forward. To give you an example, if you take a look at traditional landscape which is mostly turf grass on a residential lot and then you convert that to what we call a local scape, utilizing these water efficiency standards, you'll save in that landscape about two-thirds of the water. That's significant in moving forward and we've determined in order to meet water conservation goals that have been established by the state of Utah and also for us to provide a sustainable water supply moving forward. These water efficiency standards are critical and they're basically essential in moving forward. The
0: Jordan Valley Water Conservancy District is part of a consortium of regional water suppliers in the state who together form the group Prepare 60. The consortium works together with one cause and they share best practices with their local government partners. Ultimately, they say local decisions on water issues will
1: be made at the local level. The partnering that we're doing now with cities is, is very effective. I would say that municipalities ought to continue working with the regional water suppliers and uh, coming up with best practices for water conservation. Where the rubber really hits the road in achieving substantial water conservation, it does happen in the landscape. That being said, there, there are other areas that will help. Another best practice is to utilize effective tiered water rates. That's uh, very important. I think that the, the regional water suppliers have some very good examples that that, that can be used by municipalities and implementing those. Jordan Valley Water has a retail service area also, and so we've implemented tiered rates in our retail service area that, that have worked very well. Incentive programs are extremely important, and, and so cities ought to promote, and as much as they can, actually participate in incentive programs providing for water conservation. That means Flip Your Strip Program, which is very important. Jordan Valley, of course, funds that within our own service area and and other water districts across the state are now beginning to adopt that program. Localscape's Rewards provides money back to homeowners and others, other water users to change their landscaping from say a traditional landscape to a Localscape. And it turns out a Localscape has great curb appeal and great functional use.
2: You know, one thing that we have done for a long time, but it, it's actually been beneficial this year, is the end of every month when we do our read process, we run a report for high water usage for any connection, whether it be residential or commercial. And if it looks like their their water use is substantially high or it's abnormal for their connection, we print a report and then we reach out to each one of those water users and just let them know that we're seeing something that's abnormal and, you know, suggest that they maybe look for a leak or look at their water usage and and just see what they're doing. And a lot of times we do catch, you know, leaks for residents and we feel that that's a good conservation effort on our part, which doesn't take a lot of time or effort, but we've seen, you know, some real impacts of that and our residents definitely appreciate it.
0: Justin, what have you seen most recently in water usage? In Harriman. And how do the trends look this year compared to last year?
2: So last year compared to this year, we've seen in residential starting in the irrigation month, what we consider starting in April, we've seen an overall reduction of about 15% for our residential users. Parks department has implemented some best management practices to try and lower their water use. And and over those same three months, we've seen a reduction of around, you know, thirty-five or thirty-six percent in water use on our city properties. And the school district, in our local school district, which is another large water user, we've seen around a 40% reduction over those three months.
0: Now, when you see a drop in 15%, but you know that growth is occurring in Harriman, and you've got some really exponential growth, what does it mean when you look at a number like 15% down?
2: As you've stated, our growth is still continuing and so, when we see numbers like that, it's very encouraging. And we definitely hope that it, this trend will continue even through into next year and others, even if we do you know, see a, a good winter and snowpack return. But we're hoping that we're implementing some trends in our residents and our commercial users as well to try and continue that because we're just going to continue to see growth, not only in Salt Lake County and Utah itself alone, but Airman itself will continue to see growth. So we're hoping these trends will continue, but a 15% overall reduction with our growth is probably, I would say closer to maybe at 18 to 20% overall reduction per, you know, water connection.
0: So is the water conservation message resonating among residents?
2: We're seeing an uptick in concerned residents calling, uh, which we definitely appreciate because that that way we can address it. And then also, just as you drive through our city and town, you can see, you know, the lawns aren't as lush green as they once were. So you're starting to see, you know, some of the lawns looking a little more yellow. And so I think that it's definitely something that the people are listening to and it's resonating with them and they're taking action.
0: So if you're a city leader, get together with your regional water supplier and explore how you can promote conservation and let your residents know they can learn about rebates and conservation plans at UtahWaterSavers.com. We'd like to thank our guests on today's podcast, Bart Forsyth, CEO and General Manager of Jordan Valley Water Conservancy District, and Justin Edwards, Public Works Director for the City of Harriman. Also, a special thanks to Prepare 60, a valued sponsor of the Utah League of Cities and Towns. We hope you enjoyed the Cities Work podcast, a production of the Utah League of Cities and Towns. You can find all our podcasts on our website, ulct.org or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you next time. I'm Susan Wood.